This is Deep North, and I'm Steve Ray. I grew up in Minnesota, then left, toured the U.S., backpacked through Europe, and sailed across the Atlantic. While traveling, it appeared that the Minnesota I knew was much different from the one known by the rest of the world. This is a show about the nature and culture of MSP, dispelling the myths of Minnesota nice for the urbane side of the cities that the world, country, and even some Minnesotans haven't experienced. This is once again a deviation from the traditional Deep North format. To hear Deep North's produced first season, check out the first eight episodes. Welcome to Deep North Digest, alternative musings on the food, art, and streets of MSP. It's the first week of October. This week on the Street Beat. An elder once told me not to compare myself to others, but to the man I was yesterday. I try to heed this advice, but sometimes, like yesterday, I slip up. I was revisiting some blues and country favorites like Dale Watson, Janis Joplin, and Stevie Ray Vaughan. I recognized I have something in common with these three greats. We all once lived in Austin, Texas. Dale Watson described his move away from Austin as, quote, I just really feel the city has sold itself. Just because you're going to get $45 million for a company to come to town, if it's not in the best interest of the town, I don't think they should do it. The city was never about money. It was about quality of life. In 2017, 151 people moved to Austin each day. The city's former bohemian lifestyle has been replaced by urban sprawl, high cost of living, and startup hipsters. But what does this have to do with the MSP street scene? When I moved back to the cities, I was overwhelmed by a creative energy, a willingness to collaborate. I thought, wow, it's only a matter of time before MSP explodes and becomes uninhabitable like Austin. But over the next few years, I saw some differences that give MSP a decent shot at growing gracefully. Most importantly, thanks to the trolley car system, our city was built for density. Minneapolis used to have a larger population than today. In 1950, there were 522,000 residents. Today, there are 422. When managed, growth can be good, which is why I'm not cynical about our upcoming Twin Cities Startup Week. Beginning Sunday, October 7th, and continuing through the 14th, panels focused on education, healthcare, marketing, and tech will be scattered throughout the cities. If any of that interests you, I'll let you in on a secret. There are free tickets. Follow the link in this episode's show notes, and when checking out, just scroll to the bottom and you'll see the free option. With some honesty, I believe MSP can be a fantastic place for all those who call it home. And I think Stevie Ray Vaughan would agree. You've been appre- you're appreciated around the world, from Montreux to, to Carnegie Hall. What do you think your overall appeal to the mass public is? Um, that I do the best I can to play what I really like. And it's honest.
before we move on to the next segment, a word from a sponsor. It's important that you know about the Lynn Hall, a market-inspired cafe in the Lowry Hill neighborhood. They have good food, like a toasted almond heirloom tomato salad with fresh mozzarella, fantastic drinks, like espresso seltzer, and they host great conversations, like the Lynn Hall Wisdom Series. Check out their upcoming speakers, like Justice Alan Page and Lynn Rosetta Casper, on their website, thelinhall.com. Dark chocolate. Oh, so yummy. Real Lebkuchenkuchen, which is a German gingerbread spice. Braunschweiger uh, potato pancake, from my wife's hometown recipe. This week at MSP Food. I took a foraging class this spring. We walked for an hour, identified 20 plants, then made a meal with the plants we had gathered. When the walk was over, I asked the instructor how many edible plants did we pass without identifying. She said, most of them. We only had time to look at 10%. If you know what you're doing, you can do a bit of foraging in the city. For example, find a cedar tree, snap off a small branch, and steep it in hot water. Add a bit of maple syrup and enjoy the aroma of the north woods in your apartment. My instructor never identified the possibilities of cedar. I learned this from the Make MN magazine. Here's Make MN's editor-in-chief, Carol Larson. When people talk about magazines, it seems like something our grandparents read, but this is, seems very fresh. Yeah, that's definitely the goal. I think that the... The kind of, I mean, I think it's tired, the like saying, like, print is dead. I think that this kind of reading experience is absolutely something that I connect with and something that people around me really connect with um, because it's really thoughtfully designed, um, thoughtfully put together. I think that the stories share something about this place that um, can't really be said in any other medium. Um, ad-free is really important to me. Um, so yeah, we take into account kind of how they're experiencing the stories and interacting with the print product as well. So this is the print magazine for fall. When is the next com- one coming out and how does this magazine thing work? If it doesn't come to me through social media, how do I get it? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, yeah, so this is the second issue of the year. So we have two more coming out this year. Um, yeah, so the next one will be coming quicker. We are hoping to print it, I think, like mid-October. Um, so hopefully have print copies in hand by the end of October. And then the next one after that will um, shoot for before the end of the year. I think it'll stand out. Find out more about Make MN Magazine at makemnmagazine.com. This week in MSP Art. I mean, princes from here. Music and theater. Drawing. Sculpting with wire, paper, plastic. Art color, texture. There's really a lot of possibilities. Art. 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 human person is a threshold where many infinities meet. There's the infinity of space that reaches out into the depths of the cosmos. The infinity of time reaching back over billions of years. A world lies hidden behind each human face. In some faces, the vulnerability of inner exposure to these depths becomes visible. 
When you look at some faces, you can see the turbulence of the infinite and beginning to gather to the surface. This moment can open in a gaze from a stranger or in a conversation with someone you know well. Suddenly, without their intending it or being conscious of it, their gaze becomes the vehicle of some primal inner presence. This gaze lasts for only a second. In that slightest interim, something more than the person looks out. Another infinity, as yet unborn, is dimly present. You feel that you are being looked at from the strangeness of the eternal. The infinity gazing out at you is from an ancient time. We cannot seal off the eternal. Unexpectedly and disturbingly, it gazes in at us in our sudden apertures in our patterned lives. A friend who loves lace often says that it is the holes in lace that render it beautiful. It is the holes in lace that render it beautiful. 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 John O'Donohue's book of Celtic wisdom, Anamkara. This Monday, October 8th, the Minnesota Lace Society will be meeting at 645 in the St. Anthony Park Lutheran Church. All types of lace making are welcome. More info at www.minnesotalacesociety.org. Here is the world. Get the exclusive news from the street, art, and food scene by subscribing to the email list at deepnorthpodcast.com. Music in the show is by Anthony Novak, Brian Thavis, and yours truly. Hope to see you on the street beat. Street beat.